shut up. I don't believe that, do you? I had taken the studio off air for an hour. No. There's no music going out. No. It's somebody else's room. No. And all, all <laughs> no. of a sudden, I can hear someone snoring. I'm not joking. Shut I'm not up. joking. No. I'm not joking. He hates feet. And what I'd been doing is standing there eating the rat poop. <laughs> And enjoying every one of them. I've definitely weird on the side of Nicole Scherzinger's shed, which she also uses <laughs> as a laundry room. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Welcome back to the Secrets Out podcast. My name is Alfie Days, and this is episode four. If you haven't already listened to episode one, two, or three, be sure to do so. I just want to kick off by saying thank you so bloody much for all of the support on the first three episodes. It's genuinely been insane. Like, podcasting is so new to me. I've never done this before. And the feedback from those of you that have been listening has been so good. If this is the first time you're listening to the podcast and you're not quite sure how the Secrets app works, I've basically been sent a ton of anonymous secrets from the public. And I want to encourage you to keep sending them in. I've built a super simple website, which is www.thesecretsout.club. I couldn't get .com or .co.uk. Someone had already taken them. So it's www.thesecretsout.club and you can submit anonymous secrets of your own. And then each week, I sit down with some of the biggest celebrities and go through them. As well as hearing some of the most outrageous secrets that have been sent in from the public, my guests also share some unbelievable stories from their personal lives too. If you haven't already subscribed and followed along, just hit the little button down below. It takes one second and you'll be notified every single time a new episode goes live. Joining me on today's episode, we've got Martin and Roman Kemp. We've got a father and son, completely switching things up from the previous episodes of Friends or Couples. The secrets that came out when recording this one are so bloody good. And as usual, just before we jump in, I want to give you a heads up that some of the topics covered in this podcast are pretty full on. These are real secrets from real people. So if you're squeamish, please feel free to click off now. This podcast might not be for everyone. Okay, let's go for it. Let's jump in with Martin and Roman introducing themselves. Hello, my name is Roman Kemp. Um, I am a radio DJ. Uh, I host The Breakfast Show on Capital Breakfast. Um, I guess, uh, Alfie, I kind of know all about you from my years growing up and uh, either filming someone's YouTube videos, editing someone else's YouTube videos, or making my own YouTube videos. Um, so it's nice to be able to sit here, mate. So thank you so much. And you've brought someone very special on alongside with me. For sure, and I appreciate you coming on. Oh, thank you very much. Alfie, so my name is Martin Kemp. He's old man, who, uh, who has been around far too long. Done a bit of everything, a bit of acting, a bit of presenting, been, a, been in a band for a while, you know, just done a bit of everything over the years. I was looking, I was looking up earlier about what you've done and over the years and I was like, holy shit, literally, there is nothing that you haven't done. Yeah, but I, it. I love doing those iconic things, you know, yeah. being in, um, you know, being in a band was always kind of like your dream, isn't it, when you're a kid, uh, yeah. to start doing that, but... I love doing iconic shows like, um, I don't know, The Outer Limits and The Generation Game. And For sure, yeah, yeah. Big Brother. And I love doing those and being in the middle of those. Dad, I can't really see you. You're in like the corner of the, your camera. You look really, you look like, you look like when Nan and Nank first got a webcam. 
<laughs> we're currently recording this episode. This is the first episode recorded remotely. Yes, Here we we've go. not Got done him. in person. Here That's we go. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, look set. Like, You're looking great. Looking yeah, a bit look more great. like Ro now, radio yeah, DJ, right? Here yeah, we go. Um, yeah, Alfie, I'll tell you something funny. So my dad mentioned there, you, you said the Outer Limits show. So this yeah. is an old show. So obviously we don't know this, right? But this is an old show. I don't show. know this. No, no, no. no. I, I, just, I just said, yeah, being polite. Yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you no, don't let me know say. the outer limits. Yeah, no, you but, haven't no, but, lived. Yeah, but no, but there was, there was a, you made a movie, like all of those types of things. But my dad made a movie like um, years ago when, when we used to live in LA, I would have just been born. Um, and he, he had to play, it was like a time, time machine movie. And in the scene, he plays Dr. Frankenstein, right? In this like whole like 20 minute scene, he plays Dr. Frankenstein. Yeah. And he's and the guy that plays Frankenstein, right, who ends up exploding my dad's head by squeezing his hands, is just squeezing his head together with his bare hands and popping his eyeballs out, is the big show. Yeah. The big, the actual big show is because my dad's head. Why is it was he why, like literally like one of the biggest wrestlers ever, like squeezing my dad's head? So who's I mean, the, firstly, who's the big show? And you don't know who the big show is. No. And we don't know who, what your show is. No, no, exactly. cool. Yeah, because we were about 40 years apart. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll tell you a little, I'll tell you a secret about when I was playing Frankenstein, right? Yeah. And th this is okay, in we're going straight in. Let's this do is that. this is in Hollywood. This is uh, about 1995. And it was a movie called Waxworks 2. And I'm Baron Frankenstein, right? And that day, you know, usually you have loads of your mates saying, oh, get me in as an extra. Get me in. You know, I'd love yeah, to do yeah. it. I'd love to be on a film. So I'll get all my mates in. And so they all come down to the set. And this is the day when the villagers all turn up at the castle door, banging on the door saying, let me in, let me in, let's get Frankenstein. So they put all my mates outside the castle door. And before they know it, they turn the rain machines on and the rain <laughs> machines come down, the lightning's flashing, they're soaking wet. They all want to go home at lunchtime. And so they'd leave me at lunchtime. <laughs> all my mates that I've got on the movie in this Hollywood movie have all gone home at lunchtime. Well, you, can you imagine it? They're going mental. The, the continuity has just gone completely out what, of the window. They literally had to change the cast. Yeah, yeah because they, all my mates no. went home. Oh my gosh, outrageous. Well, I mean, mine, I, I, I will probably get in a lot of trouble for, for saying this, but I think enough time has passed for, for me to not get in trouble. Ooh, and also I'm in trouble most bad. of the time. But, but also, Let's hope. If there's an awkward cut in the podcast now, then you know that <laughs> not enough time had passed. Yeah, well, well to be honest, it, it's more of a thing of... Um, I, it happened before I was on the breakfast show at Capital. So I used okay. to host the Capital Evening Show. And it used to be seven o'clock till 10 o'clock. And during my time there, about, I'd say, a good year in, right? I was doing it. And I, I, would, I would only do it with um, a producer, uh, Joe. Right? So me and Joe have been doing this for years. And so we're in the studio. And about a year in, you're quite cocky, quite confident with it, right? And... We never realized, right? We had gone out the night previous and we both had woken up at about five o'clock in the afternoon. Like it was a big bender, right? We come into work, strolling, only having, you know, slept for how many hours, doing the show at 7 p.m. All of a sudden, we had no idea, but all of the lights all throughout the studio and all of the lights outside had been going off 
the alarms are going off. There's no engineers there, right? Because no one had been reporting it. I had taken the studio off air for an hour. No. There was no music going out. No. No music going out, no nothing, right? For an hour. Okay? Shit. So, so I blame this on uh, a technical fault. And we made up this big elaborate excuse that we couldn't get a phone signal, all this type of stuff. It was like an EMP had gone off in the thing. Like, all the tech's broken. What it really was is that that day, someone had sent me and Joe a beach ball. <laughs> and we were, we were playing, we were playing, we were playing in, in the other studio. We thought we had pre-recorded like an hour of the show and we would be fine. Shit, so you were literally meant to be on air and yeah, you're just not there. We were meant to be on air. Like, there's no one calling you like, no. I'm listening in and there's literally silence. Oh, this is the thing. Everything's going off. Like people are calling like mobiles and stuff. We just didn't know. Apparently people were on their way to You're the studio. You're just hanging. But because, yeah, but because it's like the, the day later <laughs> on the studio. So like no one really knows that. And they always, they always genuinely just thought it was, um, they thought it was a, like a technical that had gone out. Because they were like, how are these two guys here and the whole station's gone off, hour for, uh, gone off air for an hour, right? We could have just moved into another studio. Only one other person knows this. He was an absolute legend. He was an en one of the engineers. And, and one day, me and Joe just received an email, right? With a picture saying, so we went off air, right? Question mark. And it was a picture of me and him playing heading volleys with a beach ball. <laughs> <laughs> what, like CCTV? Yeah. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, so I took the whole station off air for an hour because I was playing with a beach ball. I haven't told anyone that. I once went for a sunbed. I was about halfway through the 12 minutes and started to desperately need a wee. I really couldn't wait and I didn't want to lose out on the last six minutes. So, so tanning, <laughs> hang on, last, minute, last six minutes of tanning. So I jumped out quickly and weed in the bin. I still use sunbeds at the same place. So she was on the sunbed. Sorry, my reading's a bit weird because uh, I'm dyslexic so when I read cold. It's all good. It's all but, good. Um, uh, so she's standing on the sunbed and she feels like she needs a wee. She's got six minutes left. She doesn't know whether to stay on the sunbed or not or to jump off. So what she did was jump off and weed in the bin. Oh, my God. Does it now, say it's a she? Because I'm, th I'm thinking it would be better if it was a he. Because weeing in a bin is far easier for a guy. Yeah, but it splashes. You know, a girl <laughs> can depends, just... Though. A girl can it just... Could be, it could be one of those little bins where you like you have your little foot. You stamp your foot down, it lifts up, you wee, aim and you wee in it, and then you that's, let go of your foot. Done deal. Yeah, but that's even worse because what if your foot misses, it slips, and the lid shuts and it goes everywhere. Uh, yeah. But, I, but a girl can just sit in the bin, can't she? <laughs> and she can almost do it crouching. My my thing is my thing is why not if if it's a what type of sun does it say what type of sunbed it is dad because if it's one of it because you've got the two different ones because no, no you one do of like those old fashioned one. no one of those old fashioned lay down ones it must where, be a lay down one yeah where you pull the lid over you I was gonna say because if you're standing up just just be free or just go for it just go for it if you're standing up why not just say you're sat there come out do what I did make an excuse say oh your sunbed's leaking yeah. what have you done that. No, <laughs> I think I think Rose right because it would just evaporate, and you, it would just 
the room would just stink yeah. away, but that's fine. You can no, blame I'm it on I'm thinking else. you weigh in the bin, but then you have to you have to take the you have to empty the bin out yourself. You can't be leaving that in there for someone else. I've got to say, like, I, I, I'm more concerned about the size of the bin because if you ever like pissed in a in a water bottle. And like all of a sudden, yeah, you can't completely underestimate. No, you've underestimated. You've underestimated how much you got in you. Yep, absolutely. And now you're we've on the motorway, and now you need another bottle. Yep. Now what are you going to do? Stop! 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 You're going yeah. stop! Stop! Don't tell me. <laughs> no. Stop! I can't have any more left. Yeah. And or, it keeps or, coming. Or you open a window and you give some window cleaner to the guy next to you. <laughs> Yeah, but we've we've all been at those open air festival concerts where people can't wait and they wee in a plastic bag and they just, just chuck it, chuck oh, it. That's it's raining, that. raining piss. That is horrible. Oh. You know, like I actually, I actually like for some reason that just took me back. I had like one of those types of guys. I have one of the best memory like from a festival like that was I was I was uh, I went to Reading Festival. It was the first time first time I'd um, uh, been to like a proper festival and it was the first time I saw someone like chucking like that right and i and i, I remember it because i bought like a super dry jacket and i thought it was the shit i thought it was so cool i was like this is this is so sick i'm gonna look wicked i'm gonna walk around it was like black with like gold on the back saying super dry and blazoned on it right and it pissed it down the first day like it was just going for it like hemorrhaging rain right and then all of a sudden i just felt this whack right over my back right some some guy, right? One of those a piss thrower, basically. Yeah, yeah. One of those types of lads. It's a very some unique guy. person. You can, yeah, you can point you out a piss thrower if you walk past them in the street. Yeah. You know they're, the ones. They're, they're at a festival. They're wearing a bucket hat. They've got shorts on. <laughs> yeah, they've got shorts on, but they've also got a barber jacket yeah. on. Um, and, well, you and, can and, smell it on them as well, can't you? As yeah. they walk past, that so, waft. So they've I've got t- the tiny little handbag yeah, as well. Dry waft. So I've got this. I've got this super dry jacket. And he whacks me around the back, and then I've turned around. I was like, "What the hell is that?" He goes. He's laughing at me, like, like just because everyone's drenched. He goes, "You're not super dry now, are you, prick?" <laughs> no. I was just like, I didn't know whether I, didn't, I quite like the insult, so I was like, I, was, yeah, I enjoyed clever. the insult, but I was yeah. like, well, okay. Yeah, I'll tell you. Shall I tell you my piss story? Oh, I wow. was um, well. While we're on it, while we're on the subject, you yeah. know, um, I, the first one of the first open air gigs I ever went to was to go and see the Who at Cholton Athletic. Now, this is with the Who when it was. Uh, John Entwistle, Keith Moon, and it was wonderful, right? Smile what and a nod, band. Alfie, smile and nod. We know who these people yeah, are. Yeah, you know the who. It was the first time any band had ever used a laser. So I must have, I must have been about 16 years old. I'm in the middle of this crowd. The lasers are going round. The who are playing at an incredible volume, right? And as the piss is coming through the, the laser, it's making these incredible rainbow patterns. And I'm looking up at it thinking, well, that's a great effect. And then all of a sudden it comes splash right down in my face. <laughs> Where's the weirdest place you've weed? Or the coolest place? Either the strangest place that you should not have pissed or the most unique place. Like, surely you guys have gone yeah. to the toilet in some cool people's houses. Uh, I was just about to say... Uh, uh, have you ever uh, purposely uh, gone to the toilet in someone's house just so you can say you've gone for a piss in their house? Come on now. No, that's no, quite we, a good we, idea, I think, we, I think we've both definitely done... definitely have. I think we've both done Buckingham Palace, though, haven't we, Ro, at some point? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've Buckingham done Buckingham Palace. Palace as well. yeah, yeah, very yeah. nice. Yeah, here we go. We've got a trick. All three of us have done it in think, Buckingham Palace. <laughs> I think I think the one that I like the most is that I, I've done it on the side of. Uh, oh. <laughs> okay, the, oh, this isn't good. 
Why am I saying it? But, uh, I've, I've weed. I've definitely weed on the side of. Uh, of you shouldn't have said definitely. Nicole. That's when you say maybe, no, maybe possibly. No, I've, I've definitely weed on the side of Nicole Scherzinger's shed, which she also uses <laughs> as a as a laundry room. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. And the worst thing is, is it like, like I was at work? I wasn't. I wasn't. There wasn't, like a, it wasn't no. like a mad party. It was just all work. Like we, I was doing uh, X Factor. I used to um, host Extra Factor. Yeah. When that was going, and uh, we were at judges' houses in uh, Nice, and Nicole has this amazing house there. And I I had to do a radio show from her from the best place where we could get the best signal and sound, right? Because it's all about the sound. She's got that yeah. open plan house, so the whole thing sounds like echo. So it's rubbish, right? And uh, Capital said we could only go there if we could do like a proper proper show. So it's like okay, cool. And uh, so we start, got stuck in a, the laundry room, which is like a shed around the back and uh, full view of everyone. And the only problem is that Nicole wouldn't let anyone in the house that day. And the only thing that there was, was because they were filming at the house. So she mm. wouldn't let anyone in. There were only portaloos, which were about a 10 minute walk away. Now, oh, so I don't you weren't allowed in her actual house, just no. in, the, in the grounds? Yeah, I was just like, oh, no, because she has like a shed that is like a laundry room. Yeah. Like outside of the house. So I, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make it there and back in time for for, for the song. So I just had to one hand up. We on the side of her shed slash laundry room. <laughs> <laughs> That's my boy. That's why they pay me the mediocre bucks. That's yeah. why they do it. <laughs> when I was in school, I took a day off to go to the to go see a West End musical. When my teacher asked why I was not going to be at school, I panicked and told them I was going to be in, I was going to be in the musical. I then had to dress up as one of the characters and fake a load of pictures at the theatre. My head teacher was so impressed, he put me all over the school social media, in the school newspaper, and even spoke about me at the next assembly. That's Nobody bullshit. except for my best friend knows the truth. That's Great. bullshit. That's you don't bullshit. think that's, you think that's bullshit? No, I think that's true. No, I think that's real. Yeah, I need to I see a photo too. of that. I need to see a photo of that. I want to know. I need to know details. The fact that key details are missed out there, right? What play, right? What play and, and what part? Yeah. That's what I want to know. Ooh. What do you mean? What, what, as in what part she pretended to be? Yeah, what part you pretended to be in the play. Very key. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. Look, you could put some rags on or something like that and then stand outside Les Mis and be like, oh, it's just one of the kids. Yeah. yeah, that's all right. But then, if you just wanted the kids, why is the headmaster putting you up in the school? <laughs> mm. I, I don't know. I, 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 I have to see, with stuff like that, I have to see a photo. I feel like she's, I feel like she's made herself the school get out of jail free card. Like you'd get a monopoly. Because now, now, if that is real and she set that up, oh, what a shame, guys. I've got to go back to the theatre next week. Sorry about yeah. that. Then she's got a day of school done, sorted. Yeah, but I think that's one of those lies that, if it, I think I'm gonna say it is bullshit because I think that I think it might be one of those lies the where it's like she 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 has done that but she's exaggerated the lie she's 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 taken a photo outside of one of the West End things and told someone else in her class and like maybe one person has believed her. No, I yeah. think I'm being really cynical. I'm being really cynical. I'm like, no, I think it's true. I think it's true. She, but it's gone too far because now. She's going to, what if the drama team or club or whatever are like, yo, we want you in. We've heard yeah. you're in the West End. Then like, yeah. how far do you let it get? Like, you know, when you just tell a small little line, it just spreads. Yeah. And then now she's, you, you know, now when she's I was, bloody in Le Mis, the main I, character. When I was uh, playing with Spando, I used to have this terrible reoccurring dream, right? That 
I was in an audience in a theatre and Eric Clapton was on stage and he would invite me up to play Layla on stage with him and he'd give me a guitar and I'd put the guitar on my knee in front of like 10,000 people and I wouldn't have a clue how to play it and how to oh. what chords they were and it was just this reoccurring nightmare and it's a bit like that girl's nightmare that she's just about to have. She's taken yeah. that story too far and now they think she's the best actress in the school. She's I mean, listen, I, I think I think it's exaggerated, but if you lads think that, that's true, then we'll go with true. Yeah, two one. Me and my boyfriend went on Ancestry.com. I got the results back, but I never showed him them because it said we share fifty percent DNA. Turns out both our mums use the same sperm donor. I don't want to lose him, so I'm never going to tell him. Shut up! I don't believe that. Do you? They I don't want to believe the same. it. Firstly, you're not allowed to know who the sperm donor is, are you? Oh, no, unless they do no, know. Yeah. No, 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 but they don't have to know. It's just the DNA says 50 the same. But how did she find out they both got the same sperm, do sperm donor? Because they must have both just been a sperm donor, use, yeah. They both used some bloke up the road that was doing it for free. Yeah, how, yeah no, but how do, they, how do they know? How do they both know? Yeah. It must have been some local milkman or something. They must have both just have mums that have had a sperm donor and they both know about it. Yeah. No, that can't, the that, that can't be right. That. that can't be right. That can't be right. Because the, th the thing is, is that we all share the same DNA. We all share, we all share very similar DNA, right? Like there's like, what is it? Like 30% we share DNA with a banana or something. My, my, my oh no, I think it's like 88 or something with a banana. Yeah, with a banana. Yeah, exactly. Like, like you share DNA with everyone. It like ancestry will go down to a name. Do you know what I mean? You won't mm. be able to find an ancestry test they just Unless tell you said the where in the, the world. Man. I think you two guys uh, intellectualizing it too much. I think it was a milkman giving someone two pints of milk, some carton of orange juice and 10 cc of spunk. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying it's real? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm saying, yeah, it could be real. I think you're looking Christ. too far into it. I'm loving the the dad and son aspect. Christ, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, well, let's say it's real. They've got one. They've got one parent the same, but they don't know, and she's not going to tell him. She's found out that they both do have the same sperm donor. That's deep. Yeah, and she doesn't want to tell him that. I say you got to tell him. She's got to tell him. She's got, got to, to tell him. Yeah. No, I, tell you I hope she's listening. No, she has to tell him because no. if they ha if their relation goes anywhere and they have a kid, yeah. then it's dangerous. Start looking like the, the kid will start looking like hills have eyes. Yeah. <laughs> you ever seen Wrong Turn? You ever That's seen right. Wrong yeah, Turn? Yeah, yeah. That's going to be your baby. Go anywhere, but don't go up there. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be their kid with a little banjo. I recently applied for a job and I was really excited as I've just finished my A-levels. On the day of the interview, I was really nervous. So much so, I needed a poo. After I finished, I washed my hands and got in the car. I didn't notice until I was in the interview that there was poo underneath my acrylic nails. <laughs> Nevertheless, the interviewer didn't notice and I still got the job and I start on Monday. Brilliant. <laughs> Love it. Love it. <laughs> Oh, that's so gross. I think that's true. Yeah, that's definitely yeah, true. Yeah, I think that's true because it's so horrible that you wouldn't want to make that up. I just hope this is a big thing for girls to stop wearing acrylic nails. They are the devil. Yeah, absolutely. I hate them. I hate them. Yeah. Like those like like those long things, like 
nah, they're so horrible. Yeah. And the girls, the girls can't help but like they, they like they tap them on the like they tap them on the side and and they they can't help it and they just they look horrendous. Yeah. I, I I genuinely like. I hope that the idea that now people are realizing that there's a lot of particles everywhere that harboring in acrylic nails is poo. <laughs> <laughs> shall, shall I tell you a little poo story that I've got? Yeah. Yeah. Right. All right. Just hold your breath. Right. So one night I was. This is uh, this is kind of like uh, must be about getting towards the end of the eighties. So I go out one night and I come back to the hotel and you know it's just when those hotels are. I've got um, the card key, right? The key card, yep. right? It's gone computerized. You're not using the key anymore. You've got this card to zap it. So I go out and I come back in, get into the hotel and go to my room and sit in there on the toilet. And I've just done my business looking around and discover it's not my room. It's somebody else's room. No. And all of, all <laughs> no. of a sudden, I can hear someone snoring. Right? Shut up. They are in the bed, right? I am <laughs> in their bathroom, <laughs> looking oh around at their toiletries. <laughs> now, I have this terrible decision to make, right? Do I leave it or do I flush it? <laughs> I mean, where'd you go from there? <laughs> no, you, know, you got to just leave if, it. If I leave it, leave it, it's... It's horrifying for them, you know, in the morning. No, they think they've done it. Yeah, maybe. They think, oh, I must have slept well. Well, you have to. You have to leave it. You can't flush it because it's going to wake them it? up. Yeah, of course. You, you have to. Because if you can't... I woke up in a hotel room and I went in the toilet in the middle of the night and there wasn't when I went to sleep and now there is a shit in there. Yeah. But, that would but, be worse than somebody just walking into my room and being like, oh, sorry, this isn't mine. But I felt really guilty for that them is... because they never even had the story of telling that's Martin Kemp's poo in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd robbed them of a good story. You should have left them a little note. Yeah, I should I have know. done. I don't. I never. I never noticed a lot of my dad's best stories do involve poo. Yeah, it does. <laughs> tell, tell, no, I got one more. You got to go one more. You got to go one more. No, you got to go one more because it's one of I my favourite stories. And I raise you. No, no, not me. This is another one about you. Oh, really? Yeah. Right. You're at home. You come downstairs and you fancy a bit of bread. Oh, man. Yeah, that's terrible. And uh, because we were living in Los Angeles at the time, right? And so we're in the West Hollywood Hills. And the hills used to have this terrible trouble with uh, rats coming down off the hill, big rats coming down off the hills and getting into the homes when it was kind of torrential rain. One morning, I get up, I'm in my dressing gown, and like... I'm picking at a little piece of bread that had been left on the side and it was one of those loaves that was like nutty. So it's got bits of nut around the outside. Yeah. And all of a sudden I'm looking, eating it, eating the nuts without really looking and I'm thinking, oh, these nuts are quite soft, quite tasty. I look, look at the bread. The bread's got this massive hole that goes all the way through it with all these brown bits of rat poo. And what I'd been doing is standing there eating the rat poo. <laughs> And enjoying every one of them. <laughs> they, were, well, they, were, they were more like That's sultanas rank. than That's they were. They were That's so nuts. bad. That's rank. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. 
Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, nothing. No tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. I'm messaging my best friend's older brother, and she doesn't have a clue. I'm going to hook up with him so soon, and it will be our fun little secret to hide from her. That's not. That's just not cool. Uh, um, I I, I find it strange that she said it's the fun secret. Is it terrible? So it's the best friend's older brother. That's not terrible. That's not, that's not bad. I don't think that's. I don't think that's that's bad. No. Like uh, the only reason I wouldn't want my mates. Like, like I've, I have this conversation with my mate, my mates quite a lot. Like if if one of my mate, one of my best mates started dating like my sister, I think I, I wouldn't care. But I just know I know what they're like. So I don't, I don't, I don't know. It would make me feel uncomfortable. I don't <laughs> think it's crossing the line. I think it's weird if you say that it's a secret that you've got to keep from your mate because you shouldn't keep secrets from your mates anyway, especially ones like that. I, I don't think that's oh. terrible. No, but the thing here, it doesn't say, it doesn't say um, I'm getting in a relationship with. It says a fun little secret. So this isn't this isn't a relationship. This isn't them liking each other and getting in a relationship. This is just a bit of fun. Yeah, but then, but then even but more go reason- pick someone else. That you got like so. If one of my friends was like, "Oh, really, really like your sister," I'd be like, "Okay, cool." If they were like, I just want a bit of fun, get <laughs> you, out of here. You know There's what? no fucking chance. Do you know what? I'm reading in between the lines here. I reckon what she's really doing is sexting. You reckon? That's why she feels guilty. Because messaging is nothing, is it? So she's messaging someone. But I reckon what the guilt here is sexting. But it says I'm going to hook up with him soon. Yep. But that's what I'm saying. So it's more than, that's more than it's messaging. It's just a hookup. No, I think You can't guilt- be hooking up with your friend's brother. I think there's guilt coming. Why? Why can't you? Getting together oh, with your friends? I brother? don't know. I What's don't wrong know. with that? Oh, come I, on, I mean, boys. No, 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 I know. But I, like, I, I think, no, I, listen. They might be really attracted to each other. Yeah, if they, yeah but if they are, that's chill, then the friend can know. But if, Mine if the friend doesn't on what know, friend is. yeah, if the friend doesn't know, then there's something up. Do you know what I mean? There's a reason yeah. why that friend doesn't know. Yeah, I, I think that like, I think that it depends on who out of your friend group that is. If it's your like nasty kind of like scabby mate, because we've all got one of them. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like we've all got one mate who's like, oh, you're rank. Like if it's that one, then there's a problem. But if it's not, then I don't know. It's just a bit. It's a bit gross. But do you think it's happens. gross? Oh, hang on. You've got it's this just best, awkward. You, hang on. You've got this best friend, right? These two girls are best friends, right? Yeah. And and one of the girls fancies her mate's brother, so she messages him. I don't think there's anything wrong in that. I think there's a difference, right? Alfie, do you have a sister? I do, yeah. Yeah. Dad, you don't have a sister. No. I can't, I can't describe to you what that thought process is like. If one of my friends says, I'm just going to have a fun little secret and a hook up with your sister, yeah, there's no chance they're going near my sister. It is different. Like, like I, I have to say that. You can only know that if, if you've you do. got that. Yeah. yeah if you, is your if sister older or thing? younger? Older. Okay. I was going to say, if it was a younger sister, that's even, even worse. worse. Yeah, even younger worse. would be even worse. Yeah. Yeah, but you're, like, you're both thinking that the guy is this horror. He might be a really nice guy. 
He okay, might be put really it this way. Let's, nice okay, let, let's flip it the other way, Roman. One of your best mates has a really hot older sister. Is yep. that cool now for you to hook up with it, the older sister of your mate? Yeah, absolutely fine. <laughs> 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 Right, I've got one. Here we go. <clears throat> so my secret is that I love to smell my feet. Whenever I'm out and about in town, I just love to look at the other people's shoes and think about what it, their sweaty toes would smell like. My boyfriend is into this as well, which makes me think we're the perfect couple. But do I need to stop? <laughs> Jeez. Um... I don't no, think there's anything wrong with that. Whatever, whatever turns that. you on, isn't it? Whatever, whatever floats your boat. Uh, listen, like your feet stink a bit, right? Don't they? My feet stink, but I love smelling my shoes. Yeah, but I actually, you, I actually enjoy the, the smell of my bad shoes. You You've got been the serious? One hundred percent. I don't think I've ever smelt my shoes on purpose. What you've never gone? Wow, have a bang on that. <laughs> you never gone like that. You never gone. You never gone. Oosh, oosh. Do you know what I mean? Roman always quite proud of the scent. Yeah, you're quite honestly. I think I actually think it's like a, a chronic thing that you can have smelly feet. I've always had smelly feet. Don't mind it. I think I think it's quite good. Maybe yeah. it's a great thing. I think this is a, I think this is a very good. What I don't think someone's you need into to stop. it? Yeah, great. I think it's a, a proper medical thing. Smellicus fetus or something. No, can but, I tell you? Can I tell you? So so um, it, it's crazy, right? So to do with feet. So my missus is. Uh, She's a neuroscientist, right? So she, yeah. she knows all of these weird things. And um, the connect the synapse connection in your brain that controls your feet is very close to the synapses uh, for things that, that you find attractive or you're attracted to, right? And sometimes what happens is that those synapses can overlap. It's a thing called synesthesia, right? So the reason why quite a few people are into feet is because of that. Shut it's also the up. same reason why, why like, like if you listen to music, yeah. right? Do you see colors or do you see anything or do you think about anything? Mm, I've never really when thought I, when of I that. Listen yeah. to music, when I listen to music, I see shapes. Yeah, I see shapes. Yeah. But some people see colors. See colors, so that means, wow. Yeah, so it's a thing called synesthesia where, whereby you've got an overlap in your brain. Yeah. Where one thing triggers off the other thing. Yeah, for sure. Sick. But, but so I think I think I think sweaty toes is absolutely fine. But you think being into it and walking around town looking at other people's smelly toes is, is chill. I think it's harmless. The only thing I don't understand, and I've always thought about this with like people when you hear stories or you see things about people who are into really weird fetishes like weeing on each other and stuff. Yeah. Super unique. Okay, not weird. Unique things I'll say. Yeah, unique. Yeah, yeah, unique yeah. Unique is like how do you number one find out you like that? Then number two get in a relationship with somebody that also likes that. Are these people like going on like a, a forum online and finding each other? At what point in your relationship do you say? But there is a forum online. I love weird on people. And then your is, partner goes, so do I. There is a forum online for smelly feet fetishes. How do you know that? There is. Listen, Ro, if you go on to <laughs> eBay, you can buy used granny slippers. And they're really expensive. Mm -hmm. You can. <laughs> They're really no. expensive. Yeah, really. I've spent all the money. Mum's really annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> but you can, you know, and that is a thing. People are into it. At and least it's not? super innocent. Whether people are into it and it's a whatever, whatever you think about it, as long as it's not affecting anyone yeah, else. It's not affecting anyone it's, else, you know. It's cool. Yeah. I think, I think it's very good to be very liberal with your partner. I think, I think that is very good. I, I don't think, I, I think, I think kind of 
discussing that type of thing with a partner is a good thing because most of the time, like, I I think there's actually a a far higher percentage of people that are into feet than we think. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm a very open person. I'm not into it myself. Not that it grosses me out. Just a new, like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's not your thing. No, so, so, but like, but like there are, there are a higher percentage of people that do it. I think the main thing through this is it embrace that you and your partner both like the same things and count yourself lucky because you could be with some geezer who's like, don't touch my feet. I hate feet. Mm. Exactly. And also it's such a simple thing. Like your pleasure in life is something that you can literally get for free from your partner whenever you want. It's not like I love, I don't know, buying expensive jewelry. Your thing's feet. That's sick. (laughs) I think it's cool. (laughs) If you're both into it, then why not? Yeah, and count herself lucky that she's not with one of my mates, right? I won't, I won't say his name. One of my mates, when he hooks up with a girl, he's single and rightly so. When he hooks up with a girl, he could take a girl home from a club, right? And if he has sex with her, he tells them they have to keep their socks on. <laughs> really? Because he hates feet so much. And the complete opposite. Just, and if they've worn heels, he gives them a pair of socks. Oh, no. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. No. I'm not joking. He hates feet. <laughs> I was selling something on eBay and someone asked for more photos of it. I happily took the photos to send her. The only problem when I sent the photos, I accidentally sent a photo of my vagina. (laughs) Brilliant. Love it. You could get away with that. Depends on what you're selling. What do you mean what you're selling? As in in terms of what? Like selling bikinis and then you send a picture of your vagina? I mean, if she's selling a fleshlight, then she'd have an absolute touch. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just trying to think what, you know, what, what could you claim that part of the product is? Yeah, but <laughs> again, what am I looking at in picture four? And he's like, no, that's just the reverse. Yeah, that's just uh That's the bottom of the shoe. <laughs> now you're looking at the bottom of the shoe with the graves, the, the, the grooves. <laughs> oh, but what I a remember. great way to get people's attention. You know, you just, it's like a lost leader, isn't it? You put it out there and it's not really that product that you're selling, it's something else, but you've got everyone's yeah. attention. But then you just get the message back like, oh, unfortunately, I don't have a postal address. I can do uh, click and collect. Can I come and pick it up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mate. Or, or you go the opposite way and you start claiming like, like they're saying to you, like, oh, you just sent me a photo of this. I'm like, no, I didn't. I never sent that. Never sent that. I don't have, any, I don't have anything like that on my phone. And then if they try and send it back, you can then be like, how dare you yeah. try and yeah. send me a photo of that on here? Yeah. This is a place of business. Yeah. Did you, you ever see I mean? that, um, the, the pictures that went around a couple of years ago of somebody selling a mirror on eBay and they'd taken a picture of the mirror as the article yes. and they were stood in the mirror naked taking a picture no. of the mirror. And I'm like, it. how yeah. have you not seen that? Love it. I know, I know, I know. So but there's so, so many like that. There's like kettles, and like uh, yeah. like metal kettles and things we've watched selling and have the funniest yeah. pictures. Yeah. Absolutely horrendous. I mean, uh, to be fair, that one, yeah, I, I can totally see that. It's very easy yeah. to, to overshare on, Some, on any phone. Someone sent me a selfie the other day and her dad is super famous. Right. And her dad is walking past in the background completely naked. Never no. knew that he was in the picture. Yeah. Oh my God. And that's all I can say. I cannot say her name. I'd be sued out of my brains. My dad is going through a major midlife crisis. He's been posting selfies on Instagram and acting dead shifty. The other day, the spare room was open, brackets, it's usually locked. So I looked inside and found a full on cannabis farm in there. I don't know if I should tell him I know what, what he's up to, and I'm not even sure if my mum knows about it. Oof. 
Well, she's got a yeah. room in her house that she doesn't know is a cannabis Just farm. permanently locked. I don't believe that. I, I don't think, believe yeah. I think farm. the mum's fully in on it and the girl just doesn't realise yeah. the mum's the, mom's the one smoking it all. No, I think I think that depends on where it is in the world. I think if you've got um if you're if you're in a place where that's illegal, which I actually think it is illegal to do it unless you have a license to do that, then I think you need to tell your old man that that you know and that you know, teach him a lesson and say that this is wrong. You can't be doing that. You get in trouble, then all of a sudden banged up parents. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think I think that's quite deep. Like if that is real, I mean that sounds too good. It sounds like the start of a Netflix show. Yeah, I don't think that's real. I don't. Oh, you think that's bullshit? Yeah, I do. Yeah, because to have a cannabis farm, you've got to have humidifiers. You've got to have the lighting right. You've got um, the old man is going to come out stinking of weed. Yeah, yeah, see, we yeah, kept, we know this stuff. See, Alfie, you know that he's <laughs> going to come out stinking of weed every day. You know, he's going to be spaced out of his nut if he's if he's smoking dope. I mean, if for that to happen in your house and you don't know about it is practically impossible. Yeah, and also you would have to you would have to be doing that for for quite some time. So if he's only just started acting shifty, mm. yeah. And for it to be a full-on farm as well, like you've got to be growing for a while, surely. Yeah, yeah and, and like, where in your house? How big, that, how big is your spare room to be a full-on like, farm? My spare room yeah. is not a full-on farm. No, I dare say it's most probably two plants that uh, are about six inches high that she's exaggerating a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what it is. I'll tell you what it is. Our old man's having, an, uh, uh, is having a midlife crisis, right? And so he's gone out and he's bought a bonsai tree that he's obsessed with. <laughs> all men with midlife crisis, all men that are going through a midlife crisis, they buy a bonsai tree. Oh, shut Dad, up, what bro. What did you buy recently? Bonsai tree. Have you got a bonsai yes. tree? <laughs> I've got three. How are they going? <laughs> no, I love bonsai trees. I'll tell you why I have them. Roman knows it's because my dad, who uh, isn't with us anymore, used to use, used to uh, have bonsai trees. And so I keep, Three bonsai trees in memory of him. Yeah, so so my dad, my granddad used to have a bonsai tree, but he also used to have it's really weird. He used to have them next to all these like fluorescent lights yeah. and like infrared, and like he'd always be, he'd really always be funky. back and forth from Amsterdam all the time. Yeah, yeah he used to smell quite quite murky. Yeah, but he was yeah. always happy, bro. <laughs> He was very happy. Very happy, very hungry man. <laughs> yeah, very happy. <laughs> God rest his soul. Yeah. That Amazing. is it. Lovely. Uh, really thanks enjoyed that, mate. Yeah, really of course. enjoyed it. Really appreciate some, having you guys some, on. Really some funny it. stories that probably shouldn't have said. I always end every episode with asking the guests if there's anyone else that they know that they think I should get in touch with and have on. Have you had Joel and his wife? We've not had Joel, no. Oh, Domit. No. Oh, yeah. Joel, Joel's funny. Joel's got some really funny stories because Joel's like background is all like in heavy metal. Okay. Mm. So it, he's got some he's got some skeletons for sure. That man's too nice. We'll too get good it out looking. Too, too nice and too good looking to, to not have something problem with him. So uh, I think <laughs> he's Joel, got a few bonsai Joel, trees. Joel and his wife, Hannah. Yeah, yeah. Try them. Do you know who I reckon you should have on? I reckon you should get Nicole Scherzinger to see if she realised that Roe pissed around the back of her shed. <laughs> She'd probably do it, you know. <laughs> yeah. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Secrets Out. As I said at the beginning, please don't forget to subscribe and follow along if you haven't already. Feel free to also leave a rating and submit a secret of your own if you're up for that. www.thesecretsout.club. 
Next week on the podcast, I'm joined by, and I'm so excited to say this, Joel Domet and his wife Hannah, who literally only a couple of minutes ago, Roman said that he has got all of the secrets and he should be the next guest on the podcast. And we've managed to pull it off. So I'll see you next week for the secrets out with Joel Domet and his wife Hannah. <laughs>